bipeds are those who have two two feet hmm? two feet so of all bipeds of all those who have two feet buddha is the best that is the stanza from the dhammapada as you all know the buddha for the first time introduced this uh, eightfold path in his very first discourse what is the first discourse buddha's first discourse dhamma chakka pavartana sutta is a long name dhamma chakka chakka means wheel dhamma wheel dhamma chakka pavartana pavartana is to set it set it in motion so that is the discourse on the setting in motion of the wheel of the dhamma dhamma chakka pavartana sutta that is the first discourse of the buddha the maiden discourse of the buddha in this discourse uh, addressing the monks the buddha said they may bikave anta pabbajitena nasevitabba addressing the monks five monks five disciples buddha said monks there are two extremes which should not be followed which should be abandoned avoided by the uh, monks pabbajitena nasevitabba what are the two extremes sensual indulgence and self mortification sensual indulgence sense gratification sense gratification is one extreme and self mortification torturing is another so these extremes this both these uh, extremes should be avoided by the practitioners that is how the buddha said and then they have to follow the middle way middle path majjhima patipada that is the that is what the buddha introduced the buddha said majjhima patipada majjhima patipada is the middle middle way middle progress middle way that middle way the buddha said this middle way tathagate na abhisambuddha this was realized by the tathagate which gives you chakku karani jnana karani upasamaya abhinaya sambodaya nibbanaya sangvatati which gives you i that's vision it gives you vision chakku karani jnana karani it gives you knowledge jnana karani upasamaya it is for the cessation of defilement upasamaya abhinaya for the gaining of deep knowledges different knowledges abhinaya sambodaya for the attainment of enlightenment nibbana sangvatti for the nibbana so this is the path the noble eightfold path so the buddha introduced this noble path like this in the very first discourse and later on on another occasion Uh, buddha delivered a special discourse name nagarupama sutta simile of the city simile of the city it is a city the buddha said buddha gave this simile simile of the city the buddha said said uh, suppose monks suppose a person 
is going to a, to a certain wood. He, he sees a trail which is covered with leaves which just had been used by old, uh, olden days by some other people. Uh, he sees this trail and along the trail he is going forward. When he goes uh, interior, then he sees a city, a ruined city in the woods. It's a ruined city. In this city, he sees different parapet walls, arches and ditches and different things in the city. It is a ruined city. Seeing this ruined city, he comes back and he report, reports this to the king or a minister. Then the king or ministers, or they get together and they go there and they see the city and thereafter they renovate the city. They rebuilt it. And the city, later on the city will be a flourished, prosperous city. Like that monks, I wandered in sansara. While, san, uh, while wandered in sansara, I came to understand this Dhamma. This Dhamma, this path, it is an ancient path. This is how the Buddha said, it is an ancient path. Puranam Anjasam. It is an ancient path that I rediscovered this path. I cleared this path which leads to the city of Nibbana. Ah, the city is the Nibbana. This path is the middle path, the noble eightfold path which leads leads to the uh, city of Nibbana. That is how the Buddha said in this particular discourse, Nagarupama Sutta. So now it is clear that everybody knows that the path is eightfold path. Of the eightfold path, there are eight factors. That is why it is called eightfold path. This eightfold path is the path for the trainee. Trainees are the, those, I, I told this, told you this uh, yesterday, those who have come to the path, uh, the stream enters, once returners, non-returners. They are called trainee. They are trainees. So trainee's path is the eightfold path. And when two more factors are added, that is called tenfold path. The tenfold path is the path for the enlightened ones, Arahant's path. So when one practice, develop this path, one come to the end together with two more factors. What are the two more factors? What are the factors? Right knowledge and right liberation. Right knowledge and right liberation. Together with these two, the path becomes tenfold path. So from from this day, we want to discuss, we want to understand these ten uh, factors. We take one by one. Uh, so tonight, uh, the first one, that is right understanding. Right understanding. 
Why it is called right understanding? Because there are wrong understanding also. If there, if there are no wrong understanding, there is no right understanding. Right understanding, uh, the Pali term is Samma Ditti. Samma Ditti. The term Samma Ditti is sometimes translates as uh, right view also. Right, either right view or right understanding. Let's, let's use here right understanding. So, right understanding has three levels. The first is understanding what is good and bad, what is right and wrong, what is wholesome and unwholesome. That is the first level. The second level is understanding the wrong view as wrong view and right view as right view. And the third is the highest level, that is the understanding the four noble truths. So right understanding basically, intrinsically, it means necessarily the understanding the four noble truths. That is what is called right understanding. The Buddha said in the uh, Great Forty, the discourse name Great Forty, Maha Chattari Saka Sutta. Maha Chattari Saka Sutta. This is one of the most important discourses to be understood, the uh, Eightfold Path. So now, in this particular discourse, Maha Chattari Saka Sutta, the Great Forty, Buddha says, Samadhiti paham bhikkavi dvayam vadami. Monks, I say samadhiti is twofold. Dvayam vadami. There are twofold. The first one is sasava punyabhagya upadi vepaka. Uh, three, three words. Buddha used three words here. Samadhiti, one type of samadhiti is sasava. Sasava means with taints, with taints, defilements, taints. Samadhiti. Uh, sasava, then punya bhagya. Punya bhagya. Punya is uh, merit. Pertaining to merit. We thinking merit we do some good deeds. With right understanding. That is why it is called pertaining to merit. Punya bhagya. Upadi vepakka. Upadi vepakka means it produces, it gives you results. That is, uh, in future, in maybe this life or next life, it gives you uh, result. You can read results. That is what is called upadi vepakka. So three words. Sasava, punyabhagya, upadi vepakka. And the second one, the second type of uh, samadhiti, right understanding, Buddha said, Arya, Anasava, Lokuttara, Magganga. Four words. Arya means noble. Noble samadhiti, that samadhiti is noble. Samadhiti, noble, Arya. Anasava, no taints, taintless, 
taintless, no taint. Arya Anasava Lokutra, it is supramundane. Lokutra Magganga, a factor of the path. So, what are these two? Let's understand these two first. Now, you know, the people, uh, some people have no right understanding. Their understanding is called wrong understanding. There are ten types of wrong understanding. What are the ten types of wrong understanding? Some people say that there is nothing given. You don't get anything given. When you give something, what happens? You lose your money. You lose your things. That is what happens. You don't get any good or bad, right? Good, no, no results. No results of giving. That is the first thing. No, that, that is called nothing given. Then nothing offering. You offer something to the virtuous one. Then they think that, no, what is the use of giving? What is the use of offering to such persons? Ah, they don't see the results. Then they don't see some sort of uh, sacrifices. When nothing sacrifice. When you sacrifice, when you give something in the name of some, uh, like some people, like Brahmins, they do sacrifices. So, but some people, they don't, they don't see their results. Nothing sacrifices. And then, they, they don't see whatever good or bad deeds. Whatever good or bad, such things they don't believe. Uh, they don't believe whether good or bad. That is the fourth one. And then they don't believe that there is next world. For those who are living this world, there is no next world. And for those living in the other world, there is no this world. Right? Then they don't believe that uh, uh, supporting, uh, helping parents, the mother, Natti Mata, Natti Pita, that is how it is said. Natti Mata. They don't believe that supporting mother is good. And father, uh, supporting father is good. They don't believe that. And they, they don't believe that there are spontaneous beings. Spontaneous beings are those who are born without the union of parents. No parents union. They are appearing like, like gods, different deities, the hungry ghosts. Hmm? They are called spontaneous beings. Some people, they don't believe this spontaneous being. And finally, the tenth one is, they don't believe that there are some recluses, some Brahmins, those who have developed their mind and come to uh, high levels. They don't believe. So these are called wrong views. These ten are called wrong views. So when they have wrong views, they have no right understanding. That is not right. All these when you give something, there are results. When you offer something, there are results. When you support your mother, there are results. Their father, there are results. 
There are spontaneous beings. There are next world, this world, like that. We have to understand this clearly. There are these things. So, those who have such wrong views uh, are without understanding, right understanding, without understanding clearly, they have no right understanding. And those who have uh, right understanding, they believe this. They understand. They not only believe, they accept. Not mere belief. Believe. They accept this ten as there is. When you give something, there is result. Or there are results like that. They accept this. So that is called right understanding. That is what is called Sasava Punyabhagya Upadivepaka. First kind of right understanding. Buddha said two kinds, right? Two twofold right understanding. First one is now this is called uh, right understanding because it gives you merit if you if it gives you results. Then the second one is it is the wisdom. Buddha said it is wisdom. It is it has no any uh, sort of connection with merit, what you call good or bad. Huh? That is quite ethical. But the second level is directly wisdom. It is wisdom, it is faculty of wisdom, it is the power of wisdom, it is the wisdom and investigation of the Dhamma as the factor of enlightenment. You know, the seven, there are seven factors, seven factors of enlightenment. Of the seven factors, second one is the investigation of the Dhamma. So, this Samadhiti, this right understanding, is supernormal. It is supernormal. It is directly wisdom and the development of faculty. When you develop the faculty of wisdom, it becomes power of wisdom which leads to the investigation of the Dhamma. That is the second type of uh, right understanding that the Buddha taught us. Now, this is how we have to understand right understanding. Right understanding, referring to right understanding, there is a special discourse delivered by Venerable Sariputta. This is from Majjhimanika, middle length saying. Venerable Sariputta one day he addressed the monks. You know, like the Buddha, Venerable Sariputta, Venerable Mahamuggallana, Venerable uh, Mahakassata, Mahakachana, like that, the monks, some erudite uh, uh, arahant, the enlightened ones, they taught Dhamma to other monks. So, Venerable Sariputta one day addressed the monks and uh, he said, uh, friends, that is how he addressed the monks, friends, venerable friends, uh, right understanding, right understanding is said. We will say right understanding, right understanding. What is right understanding? He asked, what is right understanding? Then the monks said, venerable sir, to listen to this 
from you we come, we would come from far away distance. Even we don't know what it is. Please tell us. We are the monks who invited him. Then Venerable Sariputta delivered this discourse. Venerable Sariputta said, first of all, if one if one knows what is unwholesome and the roots of unwholesome, unwholesome and the roots of unwholesome, then wholesome and the roots of unwholesome, that itself is the right understanding. So, if one knows what is unwholesome and the root of unwholesome, and wholesome and the root of wholesome, that itself is right understanding, he said. So, what is right, uh, what is uh, unwholesome? Let's understand what are these unwholesome. There are ten unwholesome factors. What are the ten unwholesome? Killing. Killing is unwholesome. Stealing. Sexual misconduct. Uh, then, poor speech. Malicious speech. Harsh speech. Frivolous talk. Then, covetousness. Uh, ill will. Then, prone view. Those are the ten uh, unwholesome thing. So, those who have, those who know this unwholesome and their roots, what are the roots? What are the roots of unwholesome? Greed, hatred, delusion. Greed, hatred and delusion are the root, roots of unwholesome. Roots of these ten unwholesome factors. And then, what are the wholesome things? What are wholesome? Refraining from killing, refraining from stealing, refraining from sexual misconduct, refraining from uh, poor speech, refraining from uh, malicious speech, refraining from harsh speech, refraining from frivolous talk, and non-covetousness, non-ill will, and right understanding. You see, it ends up with right understanding. Ah. Those are the ten wholesome factors. If one knows these ten wholesome factors and knows the roots, what are the roots of wholesome factors? The roots are non-greed, non-hatred, non-delusion. So that itself is right understanding, Venerable Sariputta said. Then the monks asked, Venerable Sir, is there any other way to understand, right understanding? Yes. If one knows for nutrients, that itself is right understanding. If one knows for nutrients, they are Origin, cessation, and the path leading to the cessation. That is right understanding. What are the four nutrients? Yesterday I told you. Huh? The physical food, hmm? physical food, whatever, gross or subtle, what we normally take, 
that is what is called physical food kabalinkarahara in pali then contact contact is the uh, nutrient to uh, feeling perception and volitional formation contact is the nutrient and then the third one is uh, mental volition mental volition is the third kind of food nutrient mental volition is a, a food nutrient for karma and then the fourth one is consciousness vijnana ahara vijnana is the uh, nutriment to eye ear nose tongue body and mind and rebirth rebirth takes place because of vijnana uh, consciousness because of consciousness so if one knows this five uh, this nutrients and the origin and their origin what is the origin origin of the uh, nutrient is craving and what is the cessation cessation of craving is the cessation of nutrient and for that for that cessation there is the path that is the noble eightfold path venerable sarput said and then they ask venerable sir is there any other way to understand right understanding then he said venerable sarput said yes if one knows what is suffering the origin of suffering the cessation of suffering and the path lead into the cessation of suffering that itself is right to understand what is suffering venerable sarputta said birth is suffering aging is suffering sickness is suffering death is suffering sorrow lamentation pain grief all these are suffering and association with dislike person is suffering dissociation with like person is suffering finally in short this uh, aggregates five aggregates of clinging are suffering that is how he said what suffering is then what is the cause what is the origin of suffering the origin of suffering is craving it is this craving which which uh, gives renewal of birth puna bhava renewal of birth pono bhavika tanha this craving which is which gives renewal birth pono bhavika nandi raga sagata together with delight and lust craving together with delight and lust it clings here this way this place that place in this world that world different place that craving craving is threefold kama tanha bhava tanha vibhava tanha craving for sensual pleasures kama tanha bhava tanha is craving for existence then vibhava tanha 
craving for non-existence. These are three types of tanha. So, the cessation, cessation of tanha, that is the origin of suffering. What is the cessation? Cessation of suffering is the cessation of craving. For that there is the path. Path is the noble eightfold path. Then the monks asked again, Venerable Sir, being, being rejoiced, they elated, they asked again and again, whether more, whether they are asked some more. Then they asked, Venerable Sir, is there any other way to understand right understanding? Yes. If one understands what is aging and death, Aging and death, the origin of aging and death, the cessation of origin, uh, aging and death, and the path leading to the cessation of aging and death, that itself is right understanding. What is aging? Aging is in different realms of beings. They are, they have old age, brokenness of parts of the body like teeth and shring, uh, wrinkle of the, the skin, khandichang, hmm? palichang, the maturity, come to the maturity, valichatacha, ayunu, sanghani, the lifespan come to end, indriyanam paripako, weakness of faculties, this is what is called old age. Aging. Then what is death? Death is in different realms of beings. There they have this passing away, disappearance, the ending of time, dissolution of the body, uh, and laying down the body, this body. That is what is called death. So, both death, uh, aging and death come to be because of some reason. The origin, what is the origin of aging and death? Origin of, origin of aging and death is birth. It is because of birth we have aging and death. Then the cessation of birth is the cessation of aging and death. For that there is the path. Path is the noble eightfold path. Then these monks ask, Venerable Sir, is there in any other? This is <laughs> this is endless. Sixteen link. In the link there are sixteen. Let's take one by one and then you can understand more Dhamma. Huh? So he said, birth. If one knows what is birth, knows the origin of birth, knows the cessation of birth, knows the path leading to the cessation of birth, that is right understanding. So what is birth? Birth, it is the birth of beings in their different orders, different realms. That is the, uh, that is being born 
that is descend into mother's womb descend in the, into mother's womb and appearance manifestation of five aggregates and the obtaining of six senses this is what is called birth then what is the origin of birth the origin of birth is existence bhava when there is bhava existence then comes birth so the cessation of birth is the cessation of uh, existence for that there is the path path is the noble eightfold path he said then what is existence they ask is there any other other method other way yeah that is existence if one knows existence if one knows the origin of existence if one knows the cessation of existence if one knows the path leading to the cessation of existence that is right to understand so what is existence existence means friends it is to be understood clearly existence means sometimes it is translated as being b e i n g being so i prefer the word existence existence means there are different realms uh it is it is the it is the opportunity it is an opportunity for us to reap the results of our karma existence is uh, an opportunity for us to reap the results of our karma it is because of our karma we got this life this existence this birth so other beings are the same they are born in such realms such existence existence existences because of their karma so if one knows existence the origin the cessation and the path that is right understanding so what are these this existence there are three types of existences uh, in pali kama uh, bhava rupa bhava arupa bhava bhava is existence become there so existence kama bhava sensual existence rupa bhava that sensual sphere you can use the words the sensual sphere even then uh, rupa bhava rupa bhava is material sphere and then immaterial sphere these are the three existences whole system of the world you know according to buddhist cosmology there are 31 realms all these 31 realms can be condensed into these three realms three uh, existences so what is the origin of existence why existence come to be because of attachment because of attachment so what is the cessation of existence cessation of attachment is the cessation of existence what is the path lead into the cessation of existence that is the noble eight pole path he said then the monk says is the other way then venerable sariput said yes if one knows attachment knows the origin of attachment 
the cessation and the path lead into the cessation of attachment, that is right to understand it. So what is attachment? Attachment, again, attachment is fourfold. There are four types of attachment. Kamupadana, Dityupadana, Silabhatupadana, Atvadupadana. Upadana means attachment, clinging, in other words. Kama upadana means clinging to sensual, that is sensual desire, clinging to sensual things. Kama upadana. Ditti upadana means clinging to views. Silabhata upadana is clinging to rites and rituals. Attavada upadana is clinging to self or soul. Those are the four attachments or clinging. So, the, what is the origin of attachment? What is the origin? The origin of attachment is craving. Craving. Tanha. Tanha, uh, so the cessation of attachment is the cessation of craving. And the path leading to the cessation of attachment is the noble eightfold path. Then they ask, is there any other way? Uh, then he said, yes. If one knows craving, the origin, the cessation, and the path leading to the cessation of craving, that is right to understand it. So craving, what is what is craving? There are six six types of craving. Uh, craving for forms. When you see something, form, outside, that is called form. Hmm? When you see something, you have craving. That is called craving for form. Then craving for sound. Craving for order. Craving for... Uh, flavor, craving for tangible thing and craving for mental object. Those are the six types of craving. Uh, this, the origin of craving is what? The origin of craving is feeling. Feeling is again sixfold. Eye, ear, nose, tongue, body and mind. It is because of contact, feeling comes to be. Now, contact is the origin of uh, feeling. Cessation of contact is the cessation of feeling. Then they ask, is there any other way? Then Venerable Sariputta said, yes. That is uh, six bases. There are six bases. Contact comes to be because of six bases. Salayatana. Salayatana pacha passo, salayatana, the six bases, the eye, ear, nose, tongue, body and mind. So, contact comes to be because of six bases. Cessation of the six bases is the cessation of contact. For the cessation, the path is the noble eightfold path. And then they ask, is there any other? Then he said, yes, that is physicality and mentality. 
physicality and mentality. What is mentality? What is physicality? What is mentality is uh, feel, contact, feeling, perception, volitional formation and attention. These are called physical, uh, mentality. Physicality is earth, uh, water, heat, air and they are derivative forms. That is called physicality. So mentality and physicality. It is because of mentality and physicality these six bases come to be. The situation of physicality and mentality is the situation of these six senses. And the path is the noble eightfold path. Now next is the, this physicality and mentality, if one understands physicality and mentality, their origin, their cessation and the path lead into the cessation, that itself is right to understand it. Then what is, uh, what is the origin? What is the origin of physicality and mentality? That is consciousness. It is because of consciousness, physicality and mentality come to be. The cessation of consciousness is the cessation of physicality and mentality. Then the consciousness. If one knows consciousness, the origin, the cessation, the path lead into the cessation, that is right understanding. So what is the, what is the, what is consciousness? There are six types of consciousness. Eye consciousness, ear consciousness, uh, nose consciousness, tongue consciousness, body consciousness, mind consciousness. So, this consciousness come to be, what is the origin of consciousness? It is formation, sankhara, formation. With the cessation of formation, consciousness ceases. So, consciousness, uh, formations are three types. Bodily formations, verbal formation and mental formations. Three types. So, then they ask, if there are any other, other way, then uh, Venerable Sariputta said, yes, that is, if one understands ignorance, ignorance, the origin of ignorance and the cessation and the path leading to the cessation, that is right understanding. What is ignorance then? Ignorance means not understanding the four noble truths. This is the problem. This is the problem to all of us. Ignorance. Ignorance is the problem. So, he said, if one understands ignorance, the origin of ignorance, cessation of ignorance, and the path leading to the cessation of ignorance, that is what is right understanding. So, what is ignorance? That is not understanding, poor noble truth. What is the cause? What is the origin of ignorance? Origin of ignorance is taints, taints, defilements, taints. So the cessation, cessation of ignorance is the cessation of pains. 
For that there is the path, that is the noble eightfold path. And finally, they ask, Venerable Sir, is there any other way? Then Venerable Sariputta said, yes, that is taints. If one understands taints, the origin of taints, the cessation of taints, and the path leading to the cessation of taints, that is right understanding. So what is what is pain? There are three types of pains. Uh, the term, Pali term for pains is asava. Asava. Kamasava, bhavasava, avijjasava. Three types of pains. Kamasava means uh, sensual desire. Pains of sensual desire. Kamasava. Then bhavasava, taints of existence, bhavasava. Then avijjasava, taints of ignorance. These are the three types of taints. Then Vendrabhas Sariputta said, what, what is the origin of taints? Origin of taint is ignorance. T-A-I-N-T. T-A-I-N-T. Taints. So, Venerable Sariputta questioned, what is, the, what is the origin of taints? Then said, the origin of taints is ignorance. You see, the origin of, origin of taints is ignorance. Right? Origin of taints is ignorance. And taints arises again. It is, it is, it's going this way, vice versa, right? Pains of ignorance, pains uh, of ignorance is pains of the origin of ignorance is pains. Pains ceases, ceases with the cessation of ignorance. When, when one understands these taints, the origin, the cessation, and the path leading to the cessation of taints, one can completely cut off, completely eradicate all underlying tendencies. Underlying tendencies of lust, underlying tendencies of aversion, underlying tendencies of delusion, ignorance. And one can attain enlightenment because of right understanding. You know, the right understanding is the most important thing of the path. If one has no right understanding, one has no right intention, no right speech, no right action, no right livelihood, no right uh, effort, no right uh, mindfulness. No right concentration, no right knowledge, no right liberation. So, right understanding is the most important factor of the path. So, let's understand this factor, right understanding. If we have right understanding, we have these other factors. We also can develop uh, the factors. These factors are to be developed in the Dhamma Chakrapatana Sutta 
the first discourse itself the buddha said the uh, suffering should be comprehended it is to be understood suffering referring to the four noble truth said suffering should be comprehended the cause of suffering should be abandoned the cessation of suffering should be realized and the path lead into the cessation of suffering that is the noble eightfold path it is to be developed so this is how we have to develop the path understanding with a clear understanding right understanding right understanding of first of all uh, the four noble truth we have to understand the four noble truth without understanding four noble truth we cannot understand we cannot uh, develop other factors so let's understand what right understanding is and let's uh, practice let's uh, practice in this manner when we practice in this manner we can understand we can realize the dhamma we can experience this dhamma and that experiential wisdom is what we all expect and when we practice when we develop this path uh, by completing the last two factors right knowledge and right liberation we all can attain enlightenment this is our aim this is our goal this practice so that we all can attain a perpetual bliss of nibbana may we all attain perpetual bliss of nibbana sadhu 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 Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.